Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Community Trust Bank's Sunday Morning Sports Talk on News Radio 630 WLAP at WLAP.com. Welcome back into the show. Curtis Birch, Anthony White here with you today. Tim's on the board, which allowed me to sit in the studio room. So thanks to him. For that, uh, we got a lot of responses to... This is how the show normally goes, Anthony. We talk about sports, and then once we get slightly off sports, we get a ton of replies. Once we got a t- Larry, once we, out of respect for Larry, <laughs> we, we don't go off rails to he leads. Not a ton. Um, but yeah, we got replies about the donuts we got and about the gender <laughs> of, I'm using air quotes, babies, that we're going to get to in a bit. Uh, so stay tuned for that. But I do want to, as promised, mention uh, the fact that we, we need to talk a little bit of basketball that's still going on. Last night, the Denver Nuggets defeated the San Antonio Spurs in a Game 7. The Nuggets advanced to the second round. They will play the Portland Trailblazers. This is the first Nuggets playoff series victory since 2009, so going on a, dec- a decade there uh, out in Colorado. The leading scorer for the Nuggets in Game 7 was... Jamal Murray. Uh, He's been having a really, really solid season, slightly up and down. You know, his production isn't always great. Uh, I forget which game it was in the series, but he had a terrible first three quarters and then basically went nuclear in the fourth and won the game for the Nuggets. Um, So he had another good game. Uh, He's probably the second best best player on on the Nuggets roster. Uh, So shout out to him who, like, I was going through this, the Rolodex in my mind, and Anthony, like, maybe... Maybe you can think of somebody, but right now, of UK players in the NBA, and I'm going to throw out, and I'm like, I hate to do it, but it kind of is what it is at this point. Both John Wall and DeMarcus Cousins have injuries. Right. uh, Pretty significant uh, with Wall. Well, really significant with Wall and Cousins, you know, coming off of uh, Achilles and now is dealing with a a hamstring thing that probably is going to keep him out the rest of the playoffs. So I'm not, those guys have been all stars and, and everything. And I'm probably going to get crushed because I'm not remembering somebody. But, you know, Devin Booker has been unbelievable. You know, his scoring numbers overall have been great in the NBA, but his team is not good. Right. And that's not his fault. That franchise is a complete disaster. And if you ever read any of the behind-the-scenes stuff or listen to podcasts about what's going on with the Suns, like, this is not a joke. I am being 100% serious. At some point, there was a goat in the Suns basketball offices. I don't know the full story why. That kind of shows that they don't know what the heck they're doing there. There was a goat in the... Nash? Steve Nash or somebody? No, not like the figurative goat. Oh. Like the greatest of all time. Oh. The goat, the animal. So anyway, that kind of shows that. But you get him, you go to him, right? All right? Right. Like, who else Who else are we, we, we talking about at the top of the NBA from Kentucky standpoint? I mean, Jamal Murray, like, this. what I'm saying is, he is, at worst... I think the second best player on a, a NBA playoff team that has potential to go to the conference finals. Now, uh, Dame Lillard went on. I mean, Damian Lillard was 
unbelievable in the first right, round. And right. I think a lot, a lot of people are picking Portland over the Nuggets, and I completely understand why. But I don't think it would be completely crazy if the Nuggets somehow won that. They had a fantastic uh, regular season. So uh, if he's able to do that, like I think he would be he would kind of vault towards the top of the UK guys in the NBA. No. You what? Still, no, you still got I'm saying the the playoff thing, I'm with you, but we got we got the cat right now. We got to see what's going to happen with AD. Uh See, nah, I already forgot about. Like I was I should have thrown in uh Anthony Davis into the guys I'm not considering right now. Yeah. Because of his whole like what the heck <laughs> Like I feel bad saying this, but is he ever even going to play again? Because I mean, like, when is the when are the Pelicans going to trade him? You know, well, they got him. They got him. Well, they I should I should have I should have couched it into this this season, like because that would have made it a little bit easier on myself. Yeah, like yeah. who had who of the Kentucky guys in the NBA who had the best one this season? Because I think Jamal might be near the top, but you you are right about Towns. Alexander, uh, uh, Clippers. Did the Clippers win their series? No, they lost. They went to, but they went much farther than they uh, yeah. were anticipated going up against the Warriors. I think he had the best rookie season uh, for a UK player this year. He was much better yeah. than Knox overall, yeah. um, and he's a guy uh, that you know. A lot of times, people, I always feel like it's a catch twenty two. Sometimes people want to like throw out rankings. Uh, when you're looking at basketball players, and sometimes people want to rely on him too much. Right. Like he was of that weird spot where he was like a four star dude, uh, but clearly he can play because he was like a starter in the NBA playoffs against the Warriors, and the Clippers really held their own. Like he he really showed out. So a lot of people love his future. A bigger testament to, to uh, all that, and, and uh, Doc said this in the post game interviews. Name somebody else on that Clippers team. They me? got rid of everybody. You want me to name them? Yeah. I mean, like I can name three. I know Gilgis Alexander. I know Patrick I mean, besides, huh? Patrick Beverly. Oh yeah, I forgot about Beverly. Lou Williams and Montrez Harrell. That's all I got. But none of them are superstars. Though. No, no, no. It was a team full of just roles. No, there. no. That's yeah. and that's like when you're looking into this, and this isn't well. I mean, in theory, we were talking about Anthony Davis potentially. Well, he is going to move on from the Pelicans, even though their new GM says he's going to try to get him back. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, but uh, like, the Clippers are kind of interesting if you're a superstar, in my estimation. They got a lot of great role players that are all like, as you said, dudes that aren't superstars, but obviously they know how to play basketball because they're going to six games against the Warriors when they really had no business doing that. You get to play in LA. They're going to get a new fancy stadium, and they get the and the bad part about it is they have almost sixty million cap space next year. Almost sixty million. They're not paying anybody. So LeBron's sitting over there. Nobody's wanting to play with him. And you got Doc and a bunch of role players. All you need is two superstars, mm-hmm. and LeBron's going to be forgotten over there. Like I don't know, like don't or know. LeBron. Not really though. Um, Kawhi Leonard is probably one that potentially could go to the Clippers. That'd be really interesting. Ooh, man. He's, could, you he, imagine, could you imagine Kawhi Leonard, Anthony Davis at the Clippers? If he wasn't so quiet, if he wasn't such a a, a, a diva and wasn't so and was, wasn't so quiet, he I the wherever he touches is gold. Like he yeah. like he, he uh they they had a struggle the last game I watched with the uh with the Raptors, they had a they had a struggle, and he just turned the game on like Jordan used to do. I mean, he wasn't as aggressive as Jordan, but he has the pull up. He can get to the line. He can hit the three. He plays defense. He can. He just he just messes up the whole game. But you talk about LeBron and and KD teaming up with everybody. No matter what team he's been on, even the Spurs, when Tim Duncan was at the end of his career, Kawhi Kawhi 
I don't know why everybody says Kwai E, like there's an I and an E. But Kwai, he uh he leads his team. So if he goes there, he should do that just to just to take all LeBron's thunder. Uh, and he likes he likes LA. He's talked about I mean, I don't think he's talked about that. And I love how you called him a diva because I think you're one hundred percent right. Just because a dude doesn't talk doesn't mean he's not a diva like right, right. You go back to the San Antonio stuff where here's how here's why you have to be like super careful with managing your image. And who people who follow along closely and who know basketball like Anthony White know yeah. what what Kawhi Leonard is to a certain extent cuz like he basically sat out so he would get away from the Spurs even though he was still under contract for a season and a half. But he never made things public. He had a yappy uncle I think and a couple other people in his camp that maybe uh, popped off at the mouth a little bit, but nobody like direct, directly related. Right. Anthony Davis, on the other hand, and he got the res- he got the result that Anthony Davis wants to get traded. Right, right. Anthony Davis's agent though openly talked about it. It was a huge mistake. Yeah, like he never should have done that. And I think they got fined. So a, it was against the rules, and b, it makes you look horrible. It makes you look bad to the fan base uh, that you're going to be leaving. Like, I'm sure most Spurs fans don't like uh, Kawhi, but there's not going to be, like, a thing. There's not going to be a situation where they're able to, like, plaster a quote uh, right, right. about it, where, to a certain extent, the Pelicans will from from his agent right there. And so, Davis just totally mismanaged that situation, and he should have just been more quiet. Or, to- well, he was quiet to a certain extent, because they're, they're similar to a certain extent, in personalities, I believe. Anthony Davis is a little bit better at getting his name out there with some endorsement deals than Kawhi is. You know, he does, like, what, I think he's got, like, Red Bull and a couple other deals that he's got because he's a superstar. But, I mean, they're the same level. Like, Kawhi should have been able to get those deals, but for whatever reason, uh, didn't. Um, So, yeah, but the the Raptors won as well, and, and Kawhi's old team got eliminated by Jamal Murray and his Nuggets. So Yeah, it's kind of, like I said, it's kind of crazy that, uh, the whole, the whole, but then I don't really blame AD because when, when it was a, during the during the trade before the trade deadline, you had to let him know. But then on the other hand, what he did do, and some people I don't know if it's orchestrated that way, but they they single, what I yeah I guess single handedly dismantled the the Lakers whole organization because now you just said you know we kind of like when somebody comes in here and says you come outside. I want to behead one of you in that studio. And you say, go ahead, Anthony. You just push, go ahead, Anthony. And then I, say, I was just joking. No, you got to come back here and say, hey, Curtis, that's what you were going to do to me if yeah. it's, that's no. what happened. Like that, the Lakers are a mess for mostly their own foibles, like Magic Johnson. I think we talked about that a little bit. Like just quitting. <laughs> like, I'm done. Bye. Yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. Uh, that was weird. Uh, but yeah, they... They just they are so mismanaged, and I kind of understand to a certain degree why. If I'm an NBA superstar, and like part of it is LeBron, I think at this point we can all agree that playing Le- LeBron is tough, like for a lot of reasons. Right. Uh, but part of it, I think, is people don't want to go to the Lakers at this very moment. Now this could all change. That's the, that's the fun thing about sports overall. Uh, things can really change really quickly, and if the Lakers are able to get an awesome GM, like it's been rumored that they're gonna. They're going to try to get the Warriors GM because he's an L.A. guy. He went to UCLA right. to come down um, and be their GM. If that happens, and all of a sudden, boom, the Lakers make a couple moves, which they're very capable of doing. And, you know, uh, maybe they're back on top. But at, th- at this moment, you would think that the more attractive team in L.A. is the Clippers, which is 
absolutely crazy <laughs> to kind of think about. Well, they didn't know. Now it was going to be hard to get anybody to L.A. anyways because they didn't know that they were uh, that they knew they were going to fire Luke. Like it, every, the whole world knew they were going to fire Luke. So yeah. how do you get somebody to come in? Now you know whoever coach you bring in is going to be a LeBron man. So now if you're a superstar, like wait a minute, he he going he going to get the hand pick the coach and and I got to play with yeah. him him being the GM on the court. Well, and then uh, and now Luke is in trouble uh, off the court uh, with, I heard that, with some yeah. allegations. So. Uh, he probably would have been moved on, but that the Lakers made it made note that they did not know about the allegations, the sexual assault allegations that are now facing Luke Walton before they let him go. So that, you know, you, the Lakers don't get credit. Uh, let's squeeze a, a phone call in real quick before we get to this break. We got Mike on the line. Hey, Mike. Hey, good morning, Phil. How y'all doing? Good. Fantastic. Uh, need to ask y'all a question. I see where Gunnar Hoke is transferring to Ohio State, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, both of you. I don't understand the reasoning on this, so just listen to me and see uh, on Charles' uh, response. Uh, of course, I know that he is in line with something happened to Terry Wilson uh, as the backup. Now, transferring to Ohio State, what is his thought? Does he think he's going to start, number one? Number two, will he be in line for the number two position? And I understand that he is from Ohio, but with the relationships that he's built over two or three years here at UK, and the players and the relationships that he's been with, and for him to be first in line if Terry Wilson goes down, what is his thinking, other than wearing a, a red and silver instead of blue and white, what's his thinking about going to Ohio State? And I like to hang up, give me time to listen to you on the radio, and let you all think about What's he thinking about doing that? And I'll, I'll hang up and listen, okay? Thank right. you, and y'all have a good day. All right, Mike. i tell you what. We'll, we've talked about this uh, in the first segment, and I'll give you plenty of time because I'll, I'll go, go to a break, and uh, we will we will address those again, uh, Gunnar Hoke overall, and why we kind of think he made that decision. Uh, coming up next, I'm Curtis Birch. He is Anthony White. If you'd like to interact with the show, you can give us a call just like Mike did at 280-2287 or one 800 606 Four two six three, or shoot us a tweet at Sunday AM Sports. You're listening to Community Trust Bank Sunday Morning Sports Talk on the home of the Cats News Radio six thirty WLAP. This is the home of the Wildcats six thirty WLAP. Welcome back in Community Trust Bank Sunday Morning Sports Talk. I'm Curtis Birch. Mark Berger out today doing yacht shopping. Anthony White in studio as always. Tim on the board. Uh, before the break, we had a call from Mike. He had a couple of Gunner Hoke-related questions. Uh, we talked about him a little bit with Larry Vaught in the first hour. If you ever miss any of that, you can go back and check the podcast out. Just go to WLAP.com, click On Demand, and then find the podcast there in the sports section. Uh, we need to know, does Gunner think he will start? Uh, does he think Is he going to be guaranteed the number two spot, as he basically was here at Kentucky, more or less, when you read the, uh, the, team, the tea leaves? And uh, what's what is he thinking basically overall by going to Ohio State? We got a tweet from at Brow underscore down uh, who made a quick distinction for with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
uh, Mike, because I think Mike said, did he say red and silver? Yeah, he said red and silver. It's scarlet and gray is what Ohio State, their colors are. Uh, but, but Anthony, to kind of restate this, basically, Gunner's going home. His mm. dad played at Ohio State. His uncle played at Ohio State. His cousin won a championship at Ohio State. So he has those ties. Uh, from what I've read, and this is just this is coach speak, he's gonna give be given a shot to win the job. Do we think he's gonna win the job? No, Justin Fields is gonna win the job. Highly recruited dude that's transferring in from Georgia. Now to his question, Anthony, about being the number two guy, I the way I understand Ohio State's quarterback situation seems like he has a pretty good shot at being the number two guy at Ohio State. Yeah, I think I think we're both in the same position. Only thing about Kentucky, he's more familiar with the system. I think the upside here's something we didn't talk about earlier that you know could be a cases. In either in either instance, I think the starter would have to uh, be subject to an injury or something. So I think him being back home, and if it would have to take uh, the quarterback here to get hurt for him to get an opportunity, and I think it also think it'll take Justin Fields to get injured for him to have an opportunity. So yeah. it's kind of better if you're going to sit. If you're going to sit behind somebody and wait your time, it may be at Ohio State. You're going to you probably go to the playoffs. And here's something I never thought about with the ties he has with so many family members. If he wants to go into coaching afterwards, he pro- and, or if he wants to be a part of university, as much as I love my University of Kentucky, if you are part of Ohio State University alumni, you are taking care of the rest of your life. And specifically in Ohio. Oh, absolutely. Like, so, Because you say coaching there. I mean, that could be uh, – there's tons of colleges, not just like D1 colleges in Ohio, but all the high school network right, and all right. those things. So he would be be able to kind of get you know connected in that world as well. So I, I think that there's valid reasons why he would transfer to Ohio State. I think that we just kind of assume that he would want to go start somewhere. And I don't think that that's going to be Ohio State, but there's still – a a ton, a ton of reasons to go there. Uh, we got a call off the air to kind of recap where guys had signed that didn't get drafted to recap the NFL draft real quick. Josh Allen goes first round, number seven overall to the Jags. <coughs> Lonnie Johnson goes second round, 54th overall to the Texans. Mike Edwards is a third round pick, 99th overall to the Bucks. Benny Snell, fourth round to the Steelers. Yuck. Uh, Georgia Safo J is the last UK player drafted. He goes in the seventh round to the Giants. The undrafted guys, uh, here's where they'll be going. Bunchy Stallings is signed with the Jags. CJ Conrad is signed with the Giants. Chris Westry is headed to the Dallas Cowboys. Dorian Baker, Cleveland Browns. Derek Beatty, Houston Texans. Uh, the guy not on the list that we expect to uh, be on an NFL roster will be Darius West. It's not been announced where he'll end up, but um, we're guessing it'll be somewhere along those lines. Time to read a couple tweets real quick. Uh, This might spill over into the next segment since we're on the the weird hour, the hour that goes off the rails. Kathy tweeted in from the discussion we had at the end of hour number one about uh, gender (laughs) and children and how sometimes you can't tell. She said, pet parents are very touchy about he, she, it. They definitely sternly correct you. Yeah, um, the <laughs> some people really, really love their fur babies, right? And uh, if you call their quote unquote child, aka their dog, cat, hamster, right, right. lizard, whatever, uh, uh, it, they get they get mad at you, Anthony. But they get mad if you call a her a him. Like you can oh. tell by looking a cat in the face, whether it's the male <laughs> or female, or if you can look a, a dog. I'm not looking underneath this dog. <laughs> 
got some food talk coming up next. He's Anthony White. I'm Curtis Birch. Shoot us a tweet at Sunday AM Sports. You're listening to the home of the Cats, News Radio 630, WLAP. You're listening to Community Trust Bank's Sunday Morning Sports Talk on the home of the Cats, News Radio 630, WLAP. Welcome back in. Final segment of Community Trust Bank's Sunday Morning Sports Talk. I'm Curtis Birch. Mark Berger, I just got an update, is looking into helicopters now. Interesting. He should never be late again. Um, That's Anthony White. You just said, heard, say, hmm. Um, We got to talk. We got to talk a lot of things in this last segment, so we need to hurry. Uh, We got a lot of topics to get to, including food, geese, and derby picks. Uh, Let's start out on the Twitter machine at Sunday AM Sports. Uh, We had a tweet from Gary who said, Sunday is definitely cheat day. Uh, We got a delivery of donuts earlier today from a uh, fantastic human at the Rally Cat. And Gary continued and said, I had country ham, scrambled egg, biscuits, and gravy, and grits for breakfast. He said, he continued, I've lost more than five pounds in the last month. Well, I would, I'm guessing this was your only cheat day because <laughs> if you're eating all that, you ain't losing weight. But no, I'm, I'm really hungry. Anthony. That's a good eat, man. That is really, really uh, good eating. Um, the other thing we did need that I tweeted out that I had to, to kind of get to, we don't, I don't have to get to it, but I wanted to get to it. So I'm driving in today, Anthony. And I'm coming down Tate's Creek mm-hmm. right before New Circle. And I was like really, really super confused because there was a uh, a police car and a fire EMS SUV, one of those red ones, like not the truck, but yeah, yeah. the cars. And they both had their lights on and they were stopping traffic going towards me on the other side of Tate's Creek. I'm like, what is, what's like, I didn't see them, you know, they weren't pulling anybody over. They weren't helping anybody. I had no idea what was going on. Right. So I'm slowing down and I'm approaching. And then I see a, and this is the other thing, a gaggle, I guess is the technical term. Yeah. A gaggle of geese. Yeah. Just sauntering very slowly across Tate's Creek, like taking their time. There was two big geese, about four or five, I'm going to probably tween geese. You know, yeah. they, they look to be about, I was going to transfer them to the human age about 10 or 11 yeah. uh, based off sides. But these dudes, man, I hate geese. They're Jack so Dillon arrogant. Wasn't one of them, was no, that's the other thing uh, to keep in mind when we're talking about geese here and gooses. Uh, no, no Jack and no Gray. Okay. All right. <laughs> these are the animal <laughs> that we're crossing the street. But, like, I don't know about you, but I just really don't like geese. Yeah, they, they well, when I when I go play golf over at Tate's Creek, was it Tate's Creek? No, uh Lake Lakeside. Okay. Lakeside over off of uh Richmond Road, way out on Richmond Road. Uh-huh. There's like you call them a gaggle. There's a so I hit my ball down the fairway and it stays in the middle of the fairway. I go up there and they going over there looking at it. Like like 40 of them boys, like 40 of them. So I'm walking today. I don't have, if I was in the car, I wouldn't care, but I'm walking. So the guy behind me, go, go. I'm not going up there with them things. The closer I get, they start sticking their neck out and coming toward me. Yes. Like, you don't own that. You don't own all this stuff. That, and I pay money to play golf. You don't own this golf course, man. You can't do that to me. No. They they do. They do. They are arrogant. Like, they own every dog. If they're somewhere, they know they don't belong. That's not your, ha- your home. That's not your habitat. Maybe the golf course. But I know the road isn't. Yeah. So respect the people who are in vehicles that, that could potentially end your life. Like, get out of the way and mind your own business. Don't sit there and look at me like, That's if ex- you come any closer, I'm going to attack you. 
That's exactly what they did. Like, they're in the middle of the freaking road, and I had to come to a complete stop. <laughs> and they're just like, dude, dude, dude. I'm like, I know you can go faster than this. I've seen you go faster than this, but they have no... They have no business like they they're just like we own this. They like we were talking earlier about uh some divas in sports. They're the divas of the uh of the animal kingdom specifically kind of like the bird world because like ducks, ducks are cool. Yeah, yeah. Like I I'd, I'd hang out with a duck. Yeah. Like I don't want to hang out with a goose. Yeah, man. You know you know even even and it's bad with geese like you said because you really can't communicate with them and they're out of their habitat. But I feel the same way when you're at a shopping center or something and you slow down and let somebody, or if you're coming to and somebody's coming to a crosswalk and they kind of slow kind of down and, and you know, do their shoulders like, yeah, you're going to wait for me. Yes. Like that really pisses me off. So I can imagine being on a free or just a free street, just driving down there and you stop and then you just kind of like, hold on, I'm going to walk across here real yeah. quick. Like, come on, man. I would, I would honk my horn at them. <sighs> they don't care. I thought they usually flap their wings and try to get a little get get along. On well, no, most of like sometimes I was walking across a parking lot a couple weeks ago, and this this goose was just in the middle of a parking lot, and like I wasn't even going towards him. I was walking by him, and he just got oh man, hits me with the hiss like a snake. I'm like, you're a bird. That's the other thing. You got to call him a, a gaggle. All the other birds are are just uh, flocks of birds, and they got to have their own special name. And when I did a Google search. Uh, they, when they're when they're in flight, apparently they have to be called other things, including a wedge. Uh, and when they're closely together, they're called a plump. Like what? I don't know. Just nonsense. Here's That's the not, thing. Hold on, we got a caller. Mark's on the line. Hello, Mark. Geese are the absolute worst creatures on earth. Well, and you should call them like a Satan of geese because that's what they are. A Satan and they of geese. Destroy everything in their path, and then they will come after you. How, the question is how how uh, threatening are the geese? They don't have fists or anything. All they got is little no. arms, and I don't know how much they can bite. Like, do they even have teeth? Are they are they even yeah. threatening? They're meaner than hell. But I mean, can they actually do like, any they real will harm? Come after you? Yeah, they will bite you with their beaks. They don't have teeth. Could you beat up a goose? No, no and that's the thing. You're not even allowed to beat up a goose. Like, even in self defense. Wait, like, who who says what law? Like, there are because they're migratory birds. You are not allowed to shoot them. You are not allowed to. You are not allowed to fight them. You're not allowed to do anything. Even if they're out of their habitat. I know somebody who accidentally hit a goose with their car, and then the goose's friends came to their work and stared in the front door at them. Geese are evil. Dang. Okay, I'm googling right now. Can I punch a goose? But you can. But you can hit a kangaroo. But you can't hit a goose. But you can hit a kangaroo. You don't want any part of a kangaroo. I know. Will mess you up. I know. If a, if, if a kangaroo squares up, you run for your life. That thing will wreck you. I'm looking. But, but geese are the worst. Like, and they are super, super, super protected. And they ruin golf courses, and they ruin like lake areas, and they ruin everything they encounter. And they are awful. They do ruin golf courses. They absolutely ruin golf courses. And they try to. They do try to take over everything. I don't know. That's pretty bold because they're protected. Probably is why they do that. They have so much. Protection. That's the problem. Yeah. You know what? People go after what? millennials. You know what the real millennials are talking about entitlement is geese. That's true. Geese, geese yeah. are the millennials of the animal kingdom. That's a fact. <laughs> that's true. Anything else, Mister Mark? Who I don't know. No, that, that's. I Bye. Really just wanted in on goose talk, man. Bye, I Mark. I came up on the Twitter, and I was all in. Bye, Mark. Have fun in your helicopter Bye, and yacht. All right. Bye. All right. I think that's going to wrap up the the goose talk. Hold on, let's see. We got a tweet in. 
from Madge. Finally, the tie that binds high school Hearn, that is apparently Madge's child, uh, and Meisterberger hate geese, and I'm not sure who hates them more. More Sunday AM bird talk. Jimmy from the Garden of Eden says geese are Duke fans. Possibly. Could I could be. see that. Yeah. I could definitely yeah. see that. So, um, all right, let's wrap. We just got about three minutes left, a little bit less. We're, we're six days away from the Kentucky Derby, one of the biggest sporting events in the world, obviously one of the biggest sporting events in Kentucky. Anthony, who is your derby horse? I know you and I both did extensive research during this commercial break, and by extensive research, I mean we Googled uh, which horses are in the Kentucky Derby. Who do you got? I'm going with Game Winner. Game Winner. Yep, all the monies, all the monies on there. Game. If, I, if I don't come to work on Sunday, then you know. All of the money on I put all my money. I'm trying to look into what game winner who is owned by Gary and Mary West. Bob Baffert is the trainer. That's a good good pedigree right there. See? Yeah, that, hey, that's that's a pretty good. I'm gonna base um solely on name. So I'm 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 between in I'm kind of thinking between two horses here. We have War of Will. Which that has got a lot of cool like connotations in my brain because my dad's name is Will, so that's that would be okay. cool. Also, they abbreviate it as W O W, so wow, like that's a pretty yeah. pretty yeah. cool abbreviation there. But I mean, you, how can you not like a horse that's named Win Win Win? That's this horse's name, Win Win Win. Like so, I, you could go, you could hypothetically go up to the betting booth and go, I'd like Win 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 to win. So with this, so win, 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 down this back thing. <laughs> win, 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 win for the win. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what would happen. And that would be really interesting uh, to to hear. I believe the last I saw was Omaha Beach was uh, the favorite. Um, so I, I'm going to go, but I'm going to pick War of Will. That's my horse. That's who I'm betting all the money's on, Anthony. Yeah, win, win, win is a little too cocky. I'm going game winner. Game winner? Yeah. A lot of winning. A lot of W's in this. We like the W's because that's what we get. Mark Berger takes the L's. Anthony White and I take the W's. Thank you so much for listening to uh, Sunday Morning Sports Talk. I'm Curtis Birch. He is Anthony White. Thanks to Tim for producing today. Thanks for Larry. Thanks to everyone for your calls, your tweets, and your comments. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.